um, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the pre-roll From the Middle-Aged Momish Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston-Butler. This show has everything. We love our medium talk, but sometimes we just want to discuss the small and t- sometimes very small in Bobby's case, stuff in our lives. Not as <laughs> small right. as he wants. Hopefully smaller. That's right. It's an oops, all small talk slash small talk spectacular edition of this show. Bobby, I started laughing because it sounded like I was talking about your penis. I'm not, I promise. <laughs> it definitely did sound like you were talking about my penis. Yeah, it did. That's why it was funny. I know. As much. Um, Okay, as much as I love to monologue, I know I need some hosts to keep it entertaining. And the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Land One Home. Hi, Anne. Hello, I have nothing going on. Well, well. My small talk will be the smallest of the small (laughs) in that it's non-existent. (laughs) Well, it's small. That's what, there's a reason. It's small. Mm -hmm. Um, In the Animal Loft Studios, it's Bobby Pape. Hi, Bobby. That's right. I'm coming to you live from the Bud Light hot seat in the studios of 1310 AM, The Ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Who just Googled The Ticket? Uh, And finally, in Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, I typed it out as it's Mayor with the E capitalized. I don't know why. And then I just wrote (laughs) B-H. Okay. That's a new one. I'm used to creative spelling, so I like that. That's fine. Hello. You won't be uh, surprised to learn that my small talk does include a money pit update. I will keep it brief. Shocking. I know. Um, Okay, changing it up. We'll get into the mailbag and then dive into the shallows of small talk. Um, I'll take us to the mailbag. Um, Okay, we did get an email from one Miss Justina defending Bobby when Anne and I were... A little... I don't know that it was something that needed a defense. <laughs> well, Anne and I were like, what are these meatballs that you're discussing? And Justina says, Ray, those meatballs. Even my Russian mother-in-law makes those. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Justina's from the East Coast. Bobby's from the East Coast. My yes. contention is that it has to be a regional thing because I've never heard of it. Yes, fully agree. Yeah. Mer- Meredith, had you heard of them? The like, oh, great, yeah, uh, definitely. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Maybe I'm just not I think running in the original. right circles. I know. <laughs> the right meatball circles. <laughs> and you've got to you've got to broaden your balls horizons, I guess. Oh boy. Just got to sample all the balls anywhere that I can. <laughs> um and then going to um the Facebook, the question of the week. We just got a few, but actually they sound delicious to me. Uh but Linda says lemon bars. I do love a good lemon bar. Love lemon bars. Mm-hmm. Lemon bars are tricky because a lot of times commercial lemon bars, there is something weird about that filling. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a weird gelatiny thing yes. that I don't like. So a, a lemon bar done right is, mm. really but good. a lemon da- bar just sort of with weird stuff in it is not good. Are they hard to make? No. 
Maybe not just at all. not super shelf stable, and that's why they have to put strange stuff in there. Yeah, them. maybe, Whoa. or yeah. maybe because they want to make them look prettier and like glossy and shiny, yeah. so they put gelatin or something in there. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Leslie says paper goods, non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, parenthetically, lemon iced tea, lemonade. Why did I say lemon? Lemonade iced tea. Lemons on the brain. Um. Yeah, no, that's good. I feel like um, when I've had parties, I'm like, okay, we got all the booze. We got, and they're like, shit, we got to get, like. We don't have a cup. Yeah, and we need, like, drink drinks. Like, I need Diet Coke. Yeah, we need something for the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need, yeah, I think that's, somebody said at some point, right, the unsung hero of the picnic is the person who brings the cutlery yes. and the plates yes. and the yeah. water yeah. and the coolers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I feel like if you need cutlery at a picnic, you've gone wrong somewhere. I can't. Yeah. Perhaps, I can't how manage like potato salad. Well, that's a good point. But it's like I I can't manage a plate and a beverage and a napkin and silverware. It's too. No, much. you need somewhere to sit for something like yes, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So the person who brings chairs, tables, mm. <laughs> they're the real hero. <laughs> yeah. You know, if the host hasn't done that, that is a shit yes. ass picnic. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fully yeah. agree. Um, Kristen, my beloved sister who I saw this weekend says, can't leave alone bars, which I didn't explain. I didn't. Oh, I know. I need to ask her about this. I'm like, I Googled it. They're, they're there. Like it's a, it's a recipe that's Googleable, but, um, but it's not consistent. There's like six different pictures of six different looking bars come up immediately when you look up that name. Okay, well, the first one looks like s'mores. Yeah. Yeah, and then where alone? Why? But then there's this one on all recipes. Oh, there's one that says can't leave them alone. As in, I was thinking like you you won't leave the party alone if you bring these bars. Want to go home with you because they like your bars? Yeah, but apparently it's you you can't leave them alone. Like you you're gonna be all over them bars. Hell yeah, both ways. Tasteofhome.com. It's a cake mix cookie recipe. Okay. Okay. So our next next bracket challenge is going to be all of the different bars (laughs) called Can't Leave Alone Bars. (laughs) And it's going to be sponsored by Insulin. Yes. Because that's just insane. Yeah. They all look like they're just sugar cake. It has a whole can of sweetened condensed milk. So, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've made like a a bar with chips and sweetened condensed milk. And, you know, and then you... You bake it, and then you sort of freeze it for a while. It's sort of like that, but I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like a chocolate chip white cake yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. That seems yeah. like a good picnic food, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Good. I don't want it without frosting, though. I don't really like dry cake that much. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that Kristen's just going to have to make and send these to us? I think and you just illustrate. I'm annoyed us, that she yeah. didn't make them while I was there, but okay, we'll have a conversation about that. <laughs> um, <Wow. laughs> she also says pimento cheese. She does make really good pimento cheese, and or Jennifer's corn dip, which is what I talked about on. Oh, uh, it all it's comes a full family circle. Family recipe. Um, and then finally, Amanda says, I went to a barbecue on Memorial Day and brought homemade potato salad. Don't worry, Bobby. I kept it cold. Thank you. It's <laughs> very important. Again, if I knew you made it, Amanda, and I knew it was, you know, under 40 degrees or whatever the safe zone bottom, you know, then I'm all for it. It's just that when it's like a stranger made it and it's sitting in that tinted Tupperware with the ridged lid that's like half off and... 
there's a little pool in it from the mayonnaise where somebody is scooped out Ew, and then it's sort of uh, right you paint such a picture yeah mm, no thanks maybe i just went to some really sad church <laughs> i think so <laughs> sounds like it um so anyway thanks y'all just keep thinking about him you can still because I, I still yes. need suggestions keep them coming yeah. yeah this this one's got legs we can yes let mm-hmm. it go for a while yep all right bobby you want to take us into that medium slash small talk yeah i mean uh because this is an oops all small talk episode we're kind of a little out of order here but as we were catching up earlier this week thinking about how to how to cover this week's show we're realizing some of us just have some shit going on <laughs> and uh <laughs> And it's been a while since we've just sort of opened it up. So uh, as much as anything, uh, listener, you're just going to get to enjoy a parasocial relationship between uh, co-hosts here and you all, because I think we're all just, we got stuff we got to talk about. We got to, as Andrew Walsh likes to say, he wishes he could host a radio show just called What's Your Damage? (laughs) Just have people call in and just do it. Uh, and that's, that's just sort of it. Cause we've got a lot of random shit that's happened in the last few weeks and, uh, we're just going to catch up on it a little bit. And, and you've got a short list, but mm-hmm. you've got a strong lead mm-hmm. yes. in your list. So, yeah. uh, and speaking of what's your damage, uh, what's grinding your gears? Yeah. Well, I don't actually, I'm not doing anything. I'm hardly leaving my house these days and that's the way I like it. Yes. So I had to <laughs> Think about something to say, and I have a complaint. Why? <laughs> this is very Seinfeldian of me. <laughs> What's what the deal? deal? <laughs> Guys, why are grapes so expensive? Ugh. Oh. What is but- it? Now, this is a little sl- tiny. I was going to say complicated, but it's really not complicated <laughs> in that I, I love grapes. I have oh. grapes at breakfast every morning. So obviously I need to purchase grapes at the grocery store. And I went to my local Cub Foods, which is not a fancy grocery store. It's your everyday kind of middle of the road grocery store. And all I had was organic grapes, uh-uh. which Ooh. you're like, do I look like the Monopoly man? Like, what do you expect? <laughs> exactly. <from> me? <laughs> I mean, your your lady scientists can have a stated position on how we feel about things that have the labeling organic mm-hmm. on them from way back on this show. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not my preference to buy organic anyway. But I searched that place high and low, and that was all they had was the. And what am I going to do? Not buy my grapes so i get them but it was like 24 dollars for two bags of grapes and i just grapes they weren't like the candy or no i don't even like those yes i don't want candy grapes i want grape grapes (laughs) i mean i remind i remember back in the late 80s that wasn't there like a chilean grape scare where like one of the well there was a grape had cyanide in it yeah there was well there was like they were treating the, the 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 people who picked the grapes very poorly mm-hmm. so there was that i know some people were opposed to buying grapes for that reason but that's like all i know about grapes but here's the thing Can about grapes please? they don't even take them off the stem for you I like know. how much <laughs> they did that they cut some bunches <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard i love grapes so much and i remember this is when I was like a bad mom was I would give my kids grapes and not cut them in half when you were supposed to. And I was like, finger swim, babies. <laughs> Good luck. So Darwin's grapes. <laughs> shaped just like your esophagus. Enjoy. So then like I'm at the checkout lane and it's like, wait a minute. 
I have two brown grocery bags full and a couple of six packs of Diet Coke. Why does this cost $170? And it's because 24 of it is grapes. Because you're extravagant grapes. (laughs) Do you prefer red or green? Um, red. I used to be a green all the way, but as I've gotten older, I think green grapes have an aftertaste. Like they feel sort of dusty in my mouth. So I I go grape. Fully green grape person because I like sour and I feel like they're more sour. I I mean, I totally go for that. I just can't take the aftertaste. They Hmm. give me cotton mouth. Yes. I've never noticed, but now maybe I'll have to throw away the thousand dollars worth of grapes in my fridge. (laughs) Do you want me to, do you want to hear something super gross about me? Which is why I yes. don't eat grapes as much as I used to, um, because I could eat like a bag of like a thing of grapes, like in one sitting, just like mur, mur, mur. I just they give me the worst gas, like the <laughs> worst <laughs> gas. Dave would be like, stop, you cannot eat those anymore. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I, supposed to do? <laughs> I love grapes. Yay, small talk. <laughs> Can we can we call the episode the t- the Tishi and Grape Scare of 2023? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like food has gotten cheaper lately. I mean, it's not every everything is more expensive ac- across the board. Ugh. Yeah. But it's well, not- eggs, eggs have come back down though. The 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 hens have been doing their part. Like oh, it's about time dying of of their yeah. but, avian flu. <laughs> but yeah. grapes have nice always enough. been expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Just now they're super expensive. Well, there's a reason why that's why, you know, in the the, the image of somebody laying back and being fed grapes because they're elegant, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. That doesn't seem well, elegant being, to me. Like being fed something maybe or that they're peeled. Like I feel like Feed peeled grapes is always. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you would have know. to cut the apple up. I, yeah. I've talked before on the show how it's freeing, like, psychologically for me to not pay attention to how much things cost at the grocery store because yep. I don't have to really worry about it so much anymore. So I just literally just, don't. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll glance as the person is checking, you know, um, checking the food. And I very distinctly remember a couple of months ago and just watching and it was the grapes I bought were $10. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's like how is that? Have I been paying this little attention that I don't even know that grapes now are worth their weight in gold? Like this is insane. <laughs> and then I almost like sometimes I don't finish all of them and they go bad, and I'm <sighs> like, well, there goes like seven dollars worth of grapes. <sighs> so now when I buy them, I'm like, okay, I must finish every single one of these. <laughs> if you were me, you would just be tooting along. I, you would just yeah. <laughs> be like oh well i'm getting drunk off these rotten grapes <laughs> and if, I, if i'm gonna say anything these are good grapes yeah i mean that's good whether or not because it's organic but they're quite small but they're they're firm um that's key a yep. big lucy grape oh disgusting no no wrinkly grapes <laughs> Ugh. that along with a mealy tomato is one Ugh. of the things that go from oh, like you know high what? to low. Ugh. I think a mealy nectarine is the most disappointing thing Ugh. in the world because I love nectarines, but they have to be almost like apple yes. firm yes. for me to really Ugh. enjoy them. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> like, well, how can you be like rotten and dry at the same time? I don't understand. <laughs> Welcome to produce talk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I could say. So, Sam. Go ahead. Yeah, we can stay on produce. Forget the rest of the show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
I can say the same about avocado, though. How can an avocado oh. be rock hard and also rotting Brown? at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a special skill they have. Yes, Schrodinger's <laughs> avocado. Uh we, uh, Sam likes to play um, pair roulette much more often than oh, I do. I love a good pair, too. but I think one in every 50 pairs she gives me is a good pair. Yeah. Dusty it's apples. Wow. 40, 49 sand apples. Yep. And then one perfect <laughs> pair. Yep. I, I usually really like pairs, but I, I understand what people say about the sandiness factor, but it doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. I don't. Me neither. I, I don't, like pairs. Yeah. I don't really mind that. It just is the how quickly they they turn i mean avocados yep. as well i i go through a lot of avocados like i eat at least one avocado a day probably and it is a, it is a dance that i have to do with them it's like yep. i get them and they're like green hard like i can't break into them it's like okay i'll wait for a little bit and then 30 minutes it's perfect and then it's done then it mm. smells it's you know what it's like it's like garden zucchini when you're growing yes. your own zucchini yes. and you see oh, yeah. <laughs> and you you see one and you're like, oh, that's just a really a small baby one that needs a few more days. And then a day later you come you come out and you like lift up the leaf and it's like, oh, my God, it's the mutant <laughs> zucchini. <laughs> what like happened? Huge, and now it's gross. Like it's, it gets so yeah, it's that it has no flavor. Anymore. Like this weird empty. time warp. Yes. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> um. All right. Well, and. You know, it was it was a small complaint, but it it resonates. I think I across the yeah, you've got you've got yeah. a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to follow that. I should have gone first. <laughs> it's the most important one. So I know. Bob, so cheerful. Bobby, Bobby brings actual content. Well, sort of. I bring suffering, and suffering is content sometimes. So hell yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I, this is the timeline on this is a little weird. So we're recording in the middle of the week, um, as we usually do last week when we were recording, I was afflicted with this, but didn't realize it yet. So I'm going to go chronologically, uh, the beginning of last week, Monday, I started having an ache in my back and I thought I had just like pulled something or strained something or. I'm an old man. I could have looked at something the wrong way or sneezed the mm-hmm. wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely happens. Yep. You know, whatever. So, or just deal with turned and thrown out your back. <laughs> Not that yep. I've ever yeah. done that. <laughs> nope. Like I smiled too fast or <laughs> ate a piece of produce that apparently made me fart. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I was suffering a little bit intermittently. I didn't bring it up on the show last week because it wasn't so bad that it was, you know, small talk then. Uh, But it sure became medium talk on Friday morning when I woke up and was just in the worst immense pain in my lower back, uh, just a little to the right of my spine. And I, I'm not going to say I thought I was going to die. I got up. We were supposed to drive to Buffalo that morning. And I am just wrenching. I, I am bent over. I am feeling ill. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I am sitting on the floor in the bathroom by the toilet. Like, I am i don't know what the hell's going on. And I just feel Ugh. like the pain is overwhelming my body. And I'm still thinking to myself, okay, I'll just throw up and get over this or work it out or, or whatever. 
This is a puke and rally. Puke and rally. You're usually pretty stoic about being sick. Mm-hmm. Like I feel yeah. like you're not usually like. And also pain. Like it's not that I have a high tolerance for pain so much as I I do a really good job of compartmentalizing physical aches and pains. Like okay, so my back hurts, so I'm not going to think about it that much. I could not get it to pass, and I'm still looking at Sam, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And finally, I'm putting all the symptoms together, and I'm like, you know, there's like a one percent chance that my appendix is inflamed, yeah. And I should just go and make sure that my appendix doesn't burst or something because I'm starting to. I don't have a fever, like I checked that, uh, but I'm just like, I got enough symptoms. I'll go to urgent care and I'll just see what what those clowns have to say. So I. I get I get in the passenger seat of Sam's car, which I we have a little bit of chivalry in our marriage, which is that I drive. She just likes it when I drive, and so it's really weird for me to be a passenger in Sam's car. It's almost never happening. We get in, she pours me in. I I takes me to the, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better at this point because I've eaten a bunch of ibuprofen and, and Tylenol, but I'm still sitting in the waiting room. Get in, finally see a nurse practitioner. She looks at me. And she's like, well, she doesn't even touch me. She's just like, yeah, could be your appendix. Could be a lot of things. Cool. <laughs> could Thanks. just be your back. Thanks. And she's like, we don't have imaging equipment here. Ugh. And if even if we did, you'd need more than what we would have. Ugh. So go to the ED. Ugh. And I'm just like, but you're urgent care. That's the point. This is urgent. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, $25 copay for nothing. And so probably I, many hours of time. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a couple hours by the time we were done. And I'm starting to feel a little bit better at this point. Just, you know, it, it's not, it's bad, but it's not really bad. And I'm like, I just fucked up my back. If, if, if my appendix had burst, like there would have been other symptoms they would have noticed. And so we go, I came back home. I had lunch. I had a salad for lunch. I took a shower. And then I looked at Sam and I was still really miserable. And I was like, we either need to go to Buffalo or I need to go to the emergency department, but there's no middle ground because like either we have to carry on with our lives or we have to stop. Yeah. I can't just waste the day, not know what to do. And so I finally just looked at her and said, I I need to go to the ED. And she goes, I've been waiting for you to say it. She's like, fucking finally. Yes. Yeah. So I'm glad that we came in when eight and like got a shit. And of course, this was the advice at urgent care. And mainly, I think they were just covering their ass. They're like, we don't know what's wrong with you. So go to the emergency department because we don't we don't want to be liable for telling you anything here. Um, nice thing about that and taking the time to do it right was I literally called one of the emergency departments and was like, how's the wait? Oh. And they were like, well, we can't give you like a time. <laughs> it's not Texas Roadhouse. We're not going to reserve a table for you. But it's it's not busy right now, so we, we selectively chose a suburban emergency room that was going to be a much more pleasant experience than, say, carting into the hospital in the city, which is much closer to our place. Sure. But gets the traffic of an of a city emergency room. Right. You'll, you'll and I spend feel, more time driving out there, but you'll save time overall. It, mm-hmm. it was only a few minutes more, and I feel awful about it, but it's just like we used to live right near Albany Med, which is like the big public hospital. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to a more pleasant hospital. Hospitals are awful enough. Right. And and the one where there aren't people sort of drifting in and out from the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I will say, though, that, that, that a couple ERs around here have posted wait times. You can go on their yeah. website and see how long yeah. the wait is, which I really appreciate. Yeah. We used to do that in Boston. The hospital right near my old office had a giant billboard mm-hmm. right out front with a ticker on it. Yep. Wow. Yep. So Albany Memorial uh, is where I went. Not Albany Med. They're two different hospitals. Um, and they were super pleasant. Got me right in. Very nice. And uh, immediately they were just like, oh, well, you need everything. You need an ultrasound. You need an MRI. Um, I wasn't going to get this graphic, but since you already started the show talking about how tiny my penis is, apparently, (laughs) uh, I had mentioned to them that the pain had radiated down into my groin, which got them very alarmed. And so the uh, exams all included some of that, too. No. Wiener problems. (laughs) Uh, I'll just say the ultrasound uh, of my testicles did, in fact, confirm that it's a boy. <laughs> so, you got, uh, you and got everything, balls. everything's Congrats. everything's good down there, by the way. But I am hoping to get the imaging in my EMR because um, you may remember that a while back Will faxed me his colonoscopy, <laughs> and so I feel like it's only fair that I send him back my ultrasound. Yeah, uh, I go through all this. I do the MRI. Um, now it is the whole day. Obviously we're into the, uh, late afternoon. Uh, and sure enough, it's not my appendix, which I am grateful for because that would most definitely mean surgery. Uh, it is, uh, a pretty fucking good sized kidney stone. Yay. Coming down that side for you, uh, folks who like the metric system, seven millimeters by five millimeters. Yeah, and no for those of you who don't like is. the metric system, that's just shy of one tic tac. Mm. It's just—I mean, really, when you think about it, that's very small, but it, I, but yep. not not kidney stone small, but objectively, yeah, it's, it's like, a small object. It's sort of like how an ant can carry a thousand times its weight. Uh, that kidney stone can cause a thousand times its mass in pain. Mm. Like, it's just incredible how such a small thing can really... And every single person I've talked to to a T has either said, I'm sorry, I have no experience with that, or kidney stones are the only time I ever saw my father cry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, compared that, a Tic Tac compared to the size of renal tubules is humongous. Yes. Because your kidneys are just a series of tubes, like the internet. Uh, but okay, really, Al Gore. Really tiny ones. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the kidneys of things. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so I have just been since um, since the weekend. We did end up going to Buffalo, by the way, because Friday night, you know, they sent me home and they were like, "Just take all of the ibuprofen and Tylenol, not some. Just take all. all of it. Just alternate every couple hours. Take big doses. You're a big guy. Just do what you need to do. It, basically, like long-term Tylenol is going to destroy your liver, but short-term it's going to keep you from hitting your kidneys. So just take what you need. Here's And they gave me a little bit of Vicodin for if I really needed it. I've used a couple of those, but I'm trying not to. Not because I don't want to become Mike, because it doesn't do that to me, but because I just, you know, I don't. Uh, I've also been using the occasional Indica gummy, too facilitate sleep yeah. uh, which seems like a much more natural approach and um i think it was my mom that said about vicodin it still hurts but you just don't care yes yeah care. Yes. yeah exactly yeah uh and so it's been intermittent like right now i feel pretty much okay i i can feel that pang in that part of my back like it doesn't hurt it's just the awareness is there 
yesterday morning, we're recording on Thursday night. Yesterday morning, I was up at 5 a.m. in almost as much pain as Friday morning the week before. And I got up at 5, took a Vicodin, put myself back to bed for an hour, got up, took some ibuprofen, took a long shower, went back to bed for an hour, and then it was okay. Um, And that's exactly what they told me to do. They were like, take the Vicodin and then put yourself in a warm bath or shower until it kicks in. Mm. Just like, like confuse your skin and numb yourself until it kicks in. So uh, I had my follow-up appointment this morning uh, with the urology clinic. And uh, we are just in a wait and see here for at least a few more weeks. And oh, it's a boy. shame that, the, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm outing Christy with anything. She was like, she's got some experience with yeah. this. And and she was like, yep, it's going to be great. And then terrible. Oh, <laughs> you're like, and, oh, and, God, thanks for something and to that, look forward that's, to. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's just like um, it's just like walking through a minefield. Like I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and then one minute I'm just not going to be good. So, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, next- my baby's going breach. <laughs> <laughs> my Tic Tac's going breach. Yep, it's not a show title. Um, <laughs> Maybe. So, so yeah, uh, uh, my question of the week, and I don't know what the real question of the week is going to be, but my question of the week is: if you got any advice besides drink a shitload of water, because that's I got a giant, tall, smart water over here right now. Smart. And That's smart. the Boston version. Yeah, yeah, it's the Marcus Smart Water. Uh, I'm I'm drinking just uh, bottle after bottle after bottle of water right now. You'd just... be hydrated and intelligent. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Super brain. Smart. Uh, and I I like I'm going into the office sort of for a few hours at a time, but it, I just told everyone I was like I'm gonna have to pee every 20 minutes. Yeah. We have one bathroom. Yeah. Well, and what if you have a office. pain attack in the middle of the day? Like you need to be able to just peace out. Yeah. And disappear. Yeah. Oh, and, and nobody minds. I'm mainly going in because I don't want to be trapped at home all day. But like, just it's it's who knows? Yeah. It's just this random thing. Like it's just gonna hit when it hits. And so um, hoping hoping to pass it soon. Mm-hmm. Uh. There is a so the amazing shopping plaza that I live next to that I know Anna is so jealous of. In addition to Hannaford, the grocery store also has a Dollar Tree, and so I went and splurged on a dollar and twenty five cent strainer, which is now next to my toilet because, God damn it, I'm going to catch this thing. <laughs> I'm not jealous of the Dollar Tree, by the way. <laughs> no, uh, so that I can one get it analyzed and two get it shadow boxed uh, because. <laughs> Beautiful. Why, why would you get it analyzed just to see the composition? Like yeah, what you like, got to stop it, eating or drinking? Yeah, exactly. Because the, the, uh, the, it wasn't a doctor I talked to today, but it was a very knowledgeable nurse practitioner. And she just said, after you're done with all this, we'll have you come back in for one more, you know, urinalysis and, and ultrasound. And we'll check everything. And if you can catch the stone, like that'll help us evaluate what, what you have too much or not enough of. And I just said to her, I'm going to take a, a flyer here and you're going to say less fatty meat, more vegetables, exercise more like guess. just guessing. Wild guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, you know, and I already know that part, but um, yeah, there might be something specific um, that causes it that I should like, I don't know. I was talking to someone the other day who said she found out that eating too much spinach might've been her problem. Oh, with weird. Oh, the oxalate yeah. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who knows? Um, but uh, I have just been intermittently miserable. And God bless Sam for just being so patient with me. Well. Because <laughs> so I'm like, and, and she said the same thing. Like, my threshold for pain is fairly high. So when I'm rocking on the bathroom floor. Something like, is wrong. Something is very wrong. Yeah. But not my appendix. 
Do you want to keep going, Bobby? Do you want to just knock out your small talk? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So, yeah, the other one's a lot less exciting, but uh, Life as a House, not the 2001 movie. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Before, is that with Hayden Christensen? Uh, yeah. Yes! I've never seen it before. I just remember the poster. <laughs> okay, Hayden Christensen and Kevin Klein? Is that yes. the one we're talking about? Yes, yes, yes. I just remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember the poster. I only remember the movie because <laughs> I think it was a hit among the um, the girls that were all friends with my girlfriend mm. in high school. You know, it's just the right age for that kind of movie, right? Yeah. So, Is it weird that I feel bad for Hayden Christensen? No, because he's really good in Shattered Glass. And yep. so I'm like, he had the potential to be a good actor, but he just, I think about this. Okay. This is something that I think about like more than is normal because I'm not a famous person, but I think about like, what if you, you are a famous person? <laughs> yeah. What if you got offered a role that was like, this is going to make you so famous, but which is amazing. And when you're an actor, especially like a young actor who is just starting out or whatever, beggars can't be choosers. But like, what if you're in something that is going to make you so famous and you're going to be pinned to that for the rest of your life and you are going to spend the rest of your time trying to escape it? Is it worth it? I don't know. I, I, I just know think ahead of time. the role of uh, uh, that shows how Darth Vader got to be Darth Vader. Like, if you're a young actor, that would be a tough one to turn down to go with totally. the money and the fame yeah. and yeah. all of that cool stuff. He lore. just got really screwed by it. Cause George yeah. Lucas is a terrible, terrible. script writer. writer. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And if he had just like waited and been in, you know, if he was Kylo Ren or whatever, which were right. You know, better written, I guess I haven't seen them, but from all accounts. Um, yeah, no, definitely something I, <laughs> well, the only person like, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart have actually sort of gotten away with a kind of way that makes it sound like it's worse, but they've sort of overcome those characters. overcome Twilight. Yeah, but like that was hard <laughs> for a long time. It was like, oh, they're the Twilight people. You know, that's like what they do, and you would have to take it. But I don't know. Anyway, but weirdly, yes, yeah. I don't think Pattinson's of money. that talented. Well, yeah. you know, I had my sex dream about him, so I'm weirdly <laughs> attracted to him. But, um, but yes, I, I haven't really, I've only it's seen a British it. chin, though. Yeah, I don't How know. How can you I, be a heartthrob with that British chin? I don't. My dreams are weird. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not actively attracted to him, but yes, I agree. But I don't know. He has, he's very delicate looking, mm-hmm. which I and guess a tiny mouth, a tiny British mouth, <laughs> no lips. No Those jeans are problematic <laughs> for a while there. Like, this is why we should embrace multiculturalism. Let's yes. widen that gene pool. Yes. Widen it, deepen it. Let's yes. let's add some dimension <laughs> to that gene pool, Brits. Uh, so life is a house. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, this is just a quick Mayfair Lane update. So um construction is now well underway. Um, I don't remember if I said it on the show or not, but, you know, the last couple of weeks they've started taking the flagstone off the top of the lane that connects all the houses. And if there was any doubt, you know, several years ago when I moved, when we bought the house, um, one of the reasons this project had been delayed for so many years uh, was that there were people who owned houses on the lane who no longer do 
who were just adamant that it was fine. It's not as bad as everybody keeps saying it is. The concrete is okay. Look, it's fine. It just needs a little touch up. It needs a little paint, a little love, but it's fine. As long as you don't check, it's absolutely fine. He started pulling up the flagstone, and yeah, one of the workers immediately put his leg right through the damn thing. Do you feel vindicated (laughs) now? Yeah, a little bit. A hole just opened up under the guy's feet and just fell right through. He was fine. He didn't, like, crash down or anything, but... um. Yeah, on one hand, it's like, this better not be even worse than we thought. And on the other hand, it's like, yeah, fuck you, I told you it was bad. Yep. So uh, that's been interesting. And now um, the entire Mayfair Lane, like upper level, is just a war zone. And they're using some heavy equipment to move things around and also have to do a lot of it by hand because it's so fragile. So um, that has all started. My tenant has moved out. I am no longer a landlord. Which I am so glad about um and sam and i spent the weekend there on cots in the guest room because even if we wanted to bring furniture in the upper lane's really the only easy way to do that and it is currently very much off limits right to um most traffic so so are they gonna put the flagstones back as so are you you're reusing the material and stuff or is this like a they're gonna toss they're it gonna out try and... to reuse some of it but a lot of it has to go because it's been so waterlogged and degraded mm. that it's flaking so bummer yeah yep (laughs) so in fact i've got one neighbor who i won't name here in case somebody was listening who i know is eager to try to salvage some of the pieces that aren't quite good enough for reuse because they're still okay for some things but um i have some pretty impressive pictures um that i can actually post so i know it's maybe hard for people to visualize 10 row houses connected in clusters of two and four down each side and then you know, at where the second story would be is our front doors because they're connected by this, this, um, you know, connecting walkway that is this concrete and flagstones. And in front of each house, there's a concrete pool, uh, that I didn't even know what it looked like when it wasn't full of dirt and plants and stuff. Cause I'd never seen them that way, but they've excavated them all. They're only like less than a foot deep for most of it. And then deeper next to the house for like water drainage and stuff. It's actually kind of cool. They've all been emptied. We have pieces of plywood laid down so that you can walk over the empty pits if you have to. Um, But it's like emergency exit only. And the work is just stunning. And so I feel a little vindicated that I told people I wasn't going to bother trying to rent it over the summer because I couldn't imagine somebody moving in and this being their first impression. Right. Yes. Now I'm very much right. So we now have a summer home in Buffalo. Pied a terre. uh, In the middle of a construction zone. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it is our Pita Terre is exactly why it was so hard to get a home equity loan because of laws in New York State trying to prevent people from using their second homes as collateral on things. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. But uh, we are just deep into the project now. Uh, and how and, long uh, is it uh, going to yeah. last? Trying to be done by the first week of November. Ooh. Yeah. June, July, uh, August, September. Ooh, four more months? Yeah. Yeah, my figure, my thought is, if I can get a tenant in, the, in like, even in September, where the work will be past all the demolition and past all the sounding, and they're putting things back together again, so it's sort of like, hey, look, they're just finishing up, and then you're getting this beautiful new <laughs> rebuilt lane right here. So, um, I think that's what we're going to aim for is like a September October to put a new tenant in. But uh, yeah, it's a lot. What is you know, it's like a two and a half million dollar project, so it's. Well, I hope it all goes according to schedule. 
Yes, yeah, please. And I've warned everyone that I'm going to Ron Swanson this as the president of the board. We're going to get through this project. <laughs> and then like the libertarian, I'm not most of the time. I'm going to eliminate almost every responsibility of this board. I'm going to narrow it down to just the bare minimum for safety and security of the lane. And then I'm going to quit. I'm out. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're Stop. Disney boarding it. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lock it down, make sure that nobody can ruin it. And then we're all going to walk away. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's the Mayfair Lane update. And uh, Meredith. <laughs> Speaking us, of ta- fun, stay. fun, fun projects. Oh, no, I, oh I, I was going to say staying in the Rust Belt if you want to go from Buffalo to your destination. But yeah, if oh, you want to okay. go up your list, that's fine, too. No. Well, no, I was going to start. I was going to start here. Um, I get to tr- get to travel to far away, distant Cleveland <laughs> this coming week for a work trip. <laughs> Again, I don't know why my work trips are always in Cleveland, Cleveland. here we go. Um, I supported a couple of audits um, for my boss. I like I sat in on one and then uh, just to, you know, see how they work and see what what we do in them. And and then she was like, oh, I can't attend this one. Can you do it? And I was like, oh, shoot, I guess so. I'll try. (laughs) And I and uh, I guess I didn't mess it up too bad because now I'm audit girl and I do every audit. Oh, boy. (laughs) How many audits are we talking about? Well, any client that we work with can audit us at any time. Like it's a re it's not a bad thing. It's just a requalification, you know, make sure that we're following all the rules and because it's a highly regulated industry. So we have to make sure that we're following FDA guidelines and that we're following all our SOPs and we're ISO certified. So there's ISO audits and there's like so many different kinds of audits and we do internal audits. So we audit ourselves sometimes too. And how long does an audit process typically last? Um, a couple of days, but okay. my portion of it is usually like I attend the intro meeting where everybody like gets, you know, introductions. Um, and then they do kind of an overview of the company. And then I have to be kind of on standby for whenever they get to my section. And then I have to do a presentation about like, here's our department and here's what we do. And here are the SOPs that we follow. And then the auditors get to a- ask me whatever questions they want to ask. And for the most part, I try to talk as little as possible because that's good audit etiquette yes. because they try to get you talking and make mistakes. <laughs> so I just uh, keep it very brief. So it's actually like very low stress for me now. I've done a few, a couple few, and it's like fine. I know the drill at this point. So this is like grand jury testimony etiquette. <laughs> yeah, basically. Don't assume anything. Don't <laughs> extrapolate. Don't offer more information. Okay. That's um, that sort of uh, gives me a little relief because, you know, the university has an internal audit office and we get audited every once in a while. And it's like a six month process while they try to figure out what our business is. Yeah, when I worked at the hospital, there's a there's a special accreditation com- um, organization called JCO Joint Commission. Um and that that is a huge process and that's a huge ordeal like everybody runs around with like chickens with their heads cut off for for weeks and weeks when jaco shows up and they can do planned visits and they can do surprise visits so it's always like yeah it's scary it's like Um, the health department right (laughs) yes very much so so this this by the way i believe Peter prefers tofu with its ends cut off (laughs) yeah This this one is kind of a weird one because usually they're virtual because nobody needs to really travel for these things. You're just all on Teams and we share our screens to show them 
documents and stuff um and it's no big deal but this is a this company is a french aesthetics company they do uh fillers yes and stuff like that of course and they're doing like we already work on two of their projects but they have a new one so this is a combo of like a schmooze because they want to meet people at the company Ooh. which is why i'm going there in person and a business development meeting, which is where we pitch ourselves so that they hire us. And then also an audit all at the same time. Wow. Yes. So I'm going to be there for three days. Um, and it's actually in Strongsville, Ohio, which is slightly south of Cleveland. But that's where our Ohio office is. We have offices in Boston and Ohio and San Diego and Minnesota. You couldn't Minnetonka. get sent to San Diego for this one? I know. <laughs> no, seriously. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, our main office is, is in Boston, but it's under construction right now because they're right-sizing it since nobody nobody wants to work anymore. God. Um, so they're doing construction there, so they they moved it to Strongsville. So, And since I'm within driving distance, they were like, why don't you go? And I was like, okay. So that's what I'm doing this coming week. And I'm the only thing I'm stressing about is wardrobe because I haven't <laughs> had to have work clothes in years at this point. And like everything I own is like so out of date for work. And this is a, these are like sophisticated French people. And I'm like, shoot, I better try to look nice. Um, so, I have an idea. Yes. Just please. go buy a beret. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I have a striped sweater on order from Nordstrom yes. and a beret. Yeah, and I'll, a cigarette. Like, Ooh la la! I'll get a cigarette and a cigarette holder. With they your will be name, so on impressed. It. It's gonna they be will like hire me immediately. European vacation. You have your name, like you know, in cursive um, on your beret. It'll be perfect. I haven't got my nails done in ages, but I was thinking about getting my nails done, and it briefly crossed my mind to get a French manicure. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm stressing about is like, Oh no! I they don't care. No. I'm sure nobody cares. No. But like, that's the thing I'm worried about. We're black. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got myself a suit to look a, like a little bit professional. Fancy. Yeah. So oh that's... God, I'd be so fucked if I was in your position. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> well, and I'm gonna have to go to dinner with them. I think. Oh, and goodness. Th- yeah, there's a definite schmooze component, and you guys know how much I love to do that. But I have definite experience in schmoozing, so I can do it. Well, I would wear my good leggings at least <laughs> to dinner. Yeah, the ones without holes in them. <laughs> oh no, the pair that I really like actually does have a hole by the Damn knee. It. Of course, of course. Um, the next thing that's been occupying my mind is hand pies, um, and this ties in with um, our last week's question of the week, which is our go-to picnic offering. I we we're going to a big. I, I've mentioned before that we joined the Detroit Discord. It's a lovely group of people, and we're having a huge um, potluck on Belle Isle, which is a, a, a fairly large island in the Detroit River. Which sounds very exotic, I know, but they have like you know shelters and picnic tables and. Stuff like that. So we're doing a big old potluck, and I think there's going to be like 50 people. And I've been trying to think about what can I bring that doesn't require refrigeration. I don't want to food poison anybody, and I don't know how many you know, you. power outlets. There's probably like one, and so I don't want to bring something that requires a crock pot. Plus, it's going to be hot. It's like 90 degrees here right now, which is weird for early June. Um, so I'm preparing for it being super hot. I don't want to have meatballs in the sun. <laughs> Um, sun and so I thought, well, well, yeah, meatballs in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I've been getting more and more interested in baking. So I was like, okay, maybe hand pies would be a good thing. Uh, I've never made a hand pie before. So I started practicing and I've made two batches and they've tasted great. 
Um, I will say I did strawberry basil black pepper filling, um, and it's really great. Um, and the pastry is rough puff, which is also a new thing for me, but it's delightful and it comes up so flaky and crispy Mm -hmm. and it's not that hard. Mm -mm. Um, it's, I feel like it's not as finicky as pie dough. Like you, and you do work it a lot more because you have to fold it and fold it and fold it. Um, but it, it comes out flaky and tender and great. Um, so I've made a couple batches of those and last I, so you're supposed to cut them out, cut out dough circles, um, and I used a biscuit cutter for that, and that was fine. But I wanted to try them square for the second batch, and I don't have a square cookie cutter, biscuit cutter. And so I was like, okay, I'll just use a knife. It'll be fine. And they all came out all janky and crooked and <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so mm. I I was like looking on Amazon for a square thing, you know, cutter, and Gregory was like, hello, I can just 3D print you one. So he 3D printed me a 3x3 square, and I have to practice one more time. Talk about the chivalry. Picnic- My goodness. I know. Well, and shame on me for forgetting that he can just create things out of thin air. Um, it was so kind of him the time he uh, 3D printed a coat to lay over that puddle. <laughs> he does that all the time. Yep. Hold up, hold up. Wait just a sec. Just wait eight hours. Let me. <laughs> um, so I have to practice one more time with that. And then I'm going to make a double batch because I don't know how many to make. 25 maybe for 50 people? Sure. Or maybe, I don't know. That might because everybody's bringing something. So yes, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. bring fifty. Yeah. That would be kind of overkill. I salute so you. I, I would been... rather make one or two pies than twenty five hand pies. I find it very fiddly. Yeah, it is pretty fiddly. You have to like be really careful not to overfill them, or else they leak and explode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, little sprinkle of um, sparkle sugar on top. They get a nice crunch. Some egg wash. They're real shiny. Um, and they're delicious. So I'm very proud of myself and I want to start baking more. And what has been stopping me is what do we do with all the things that we bake? Right. So I'm not going to feed them yes. all to my diabetic husband. Um, <laughs> and I can't eat them all. Cause like they don't, they're not great after like the third day. Cause the filling soaks into the <laughs> dough. Um, and, but Gregory's been going into the office. He works for Ford now and he goes in every once in a while and I'm like, and he brought the extra hand pies in last time and it, they were a big hit. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can start to learn how to bake and I can pawn all my extras off on these Ford employees. So I'm <laughs> cool. very excited about Very that. good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I have a hand pie mold, like apple shaped where Ooh. you, you put the, what is it? You put the dough in each half and you put the filling and then, then you press it together like a little Play-Doh dealy bob oh, I and bet it, that comes out looking beautiful it does and it actually puts in the little steam hole and everything in the apple and it's great but i just find it man it's a it's a lot of faff as the brits say it sure is and the, the original recipe goes for 12 and i'm like Ugh, i'm kind of dreading making 24 but i'll do it i'll do it yeah. it's worth doing once or twice or three times yeah and i i get i think at this at the point of the picnic i'll be like i never want to make a hand pie again and that'll be fine <laughs> i commend you for um practicing and making sure that you get things right because i'm at the stage of my baking and i've kind of always been at the stage of my baking when i'm like ah i'll just do it it'll work out which yeah. mostly it does but then every once in a while i have a spectacular failure and i'm like oh shit what do i do now so I have that kind of confidence about cooking, but not baking. So I think it's just the practice. Thing. Yeah. You know, I just haven't done as much baking in my life. So I'll probably get to that level of cockiness soon Good. enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anybody, third, wait, I, um, if anybody ever wants you to make a Spanish meringue cake, you got to cook that for a lot longer than you think you do. Just not to <laughs> say that. <laughs> Noted. You don't want to go to the office and cut into it and it's uh, half raw. 
Oh, God. Oh, no. Amp tip. <laughs> what would Paul Hollywood say? Mm. Um, all right. My third thing, and I'll keep it brief, is, of course, a Money Pit update. One is positive, which is that we are having more... Um, we're having some of our lawn destroyed um, to put in more native garden. Oh, so cool. actually, I, 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 I wanted to move some stuff around in my garden. And I did that last year and I hurt my back and it just is now getting better. Like, I, so I, I still wanted to move things around because I'm I, apparently not very good at garden design. And I was like, I don't want to hurt my back again for another year. So maybe I should hire this out. So I found a native landscaping company and they're coming to... Um, I'm sure spray Roundup on my lawn, which is funny and interesting, <laughs> um, but I'm not anti-Roundup, so whatever. Uh, and they're going to, so they're going to kill the lawn and then they're going to come back in a week and put in a new garden bed kind of in the, in the front. So less grass is a win in my book. Um, and they're going to kind of like build a little path from one bed to the other and have it be like an island in the middle of the, the yard. And they're going to put in some more native plants and rearrange what I've already got and, and, and group them more properly. So mm. I'm very excited about that. I want to see that um, when it's done. Yeah. Yeah, I will definitely uh, I th- I don't know. I mean, it's kind of late for like planting brand new plants, so I don't know how it will look. It might not be established until next year, but I will I'll do before and afters. Okay. Um and then the other thing is that Gregory has a hybrid plug-in car and the other day he went to plug it in and it kept doing this strange beeping sound and we were like, "What is going on?" Uh-oh. And he kept turning it off and going back in and out and in and out and he was like finally like oh, okay power in the garage is not working so now we have zero power in the garage which Ugh. means the garage door won't open Ugh. and <laughs> so this happened on monday it's now thursday the electricians are coming tomorrow and i have a feeling what's going to happen is they're going to have to patch the line from the house to the garage and then they're going to have to come back another time and like totally redo it because when we bought this house we were like we'll buy it but we need you to put power to the garage and they are supposed to bury it in the ground and they buried it like 0.01 inches (laughs) below the dirt it's like if i I told rory to bury something it's like yes there it's right there i i threw some sand over top of it it's buried (laughs) and then like the line to the house is patched with like 17 different kinds of material it looks very janky and we're like okay we got to redo that eventually it's not like a fire hazard but it's not great um and so, you know, that's kind of been low on our list because it works and it's fine. But I think that's going to accelerate. So we've been wanting to install. We had the electricity upgraded last year, this year. I don't know. What is time? I don't know. Recently. Um, so we have more powerful service to the house. So we can put in a fast charger so that he can charge his car and his motorcycle a lot faster. Because right now they're just plugged into regular outlets, which is slow. So I'm excited for this. It's going to be a good move, but it's going to be a lot of money. Yes. So when you when you put more power in in a house in Detroit, does Tim Allen's voice just come out of the walls? Or <laughs> that's what I've been hearing. Gosh, God, as if he lived in Detroit. He lived in like Rochester Hills. Give me a break. Uh, so that's my that's my small talk for this week. It wouldn't be small talk without a little bit of money pit. A little money yep. pit. A little yep. money pit. All right. I'll go. Um, <clears throat> mine are just, they're sadly so kid related and that's annoying to me because I'm a person, but um, I did go to Bridget's graduation as I talked about last week. Um, it was very silly because I said graduating from what? <laughs> With grade. I, that's what I, I kind of feel like an old person being oh, like, a graduation I, from, from huh? what? It's today have to have a trophy <laughs> for every little thing. I will say. 
give this school slash PTA that I'm well, no, I'm not a member of it, but whatever. They put me in, they had like a program and it was like, thanks for our fifth grade uh, parent volunteers. And I was on there and I'm like, what did I volunteer for? <laughs> You're I, welcome. I, they, uh, I did like 30 minutes of um, something at the Valentine's Day dance, I think. Like I just like stood outside and made oh, sure yeah. everybody was. And, I was like, and really <laughs> it was also that you could go to the dance. <laughs> 100% that's all I wanted to do you're in some spreadsheet somewhere and so they added <laughs> that's me. why like, great and weirdly you're the only parent who got a full last name on the list <laughs> yes exactly mm-hmm. I'm the star um no My middle name is Slay. <laughs> god um but so the graduation was actually I knew I was gonna cry but I was like I went that morning we were sort of rushing around we had to get there by like 7 45 so you know everybody had to shower get everything done so I was like just kind of focused on getting there and getting a decent seat or whatever. So we get in and sit down. I'm like, I'm feeling fine. I'm not going to cry. Like, I don't know when I would cry. Maybe when she walks across or whatever, but I'm going to be okay. And then I look up and this is so stupid, but the principal that was the principal for like three years when the kids were there, she left when Bridget was in third grade was there. Like she was the speaker, which again is sort of silly. And her speech was, relatively boring but for whatever reason seeing so her you mean the commencement speaker yes, she was exactly. the commencement she was speaker. the commencement speaker exactly but seeing her up there i don't know why i just like spontaneously started crying and dave was like why are you crying and i was like i saw this beach up there i don't know it's a passage of time um and then i mean it was a real thing like it was a good hour and a half like it was a <laughs> it was a, like a situation. So they, all the kids walk across, then they sing two songs and then they play. This is the only time I got really nervous. They played um, some songs or whatever, and then showed like a baby picture and a current picture of each of the fifth grade kids, which is really like a fair amount of fifth grade kids. I was about to say, that must take forever. It took forever. And I, I mean, at this point I'm like, I'm on my phone. I'm barely paying attention at this point, but I um, couldn't remember if I had turned in a picture. And I know, I mean, God love him. Dave, for sure, did not have anything to do with any of that. So I'm like, did I turn in a baby? I don't remember anything. But I did. And it was a cute picture. So I was relieved. And then the fifth grade teachers did this, like, sort of jokey song that they had videotaped. I mean, it was a whole thing. Anyway, by the end of it, I did cry a couple of times. I cried when she walked across and she hugged all of her teachers. And that, you know, made me tear up because I'm a loser. Um, I By the end of it, though, I really was... Like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then they had, like, a after party, like, at, at the blacktop behind the, the school. And they had coffee and stuff. And I was like, I got I to gotta go to work. Like, I'm done. This is this is done. We have celebrated you. If it's that 1,000 parties, I'm done celebrating you. I thought the blacktop was going to be the name of a club. <laughs> Woo! Well, yeah, it's the elementary school club. Um, anyway, it was very sweet. I now have a fifth grade graduate who is in – this is – one of the next things that I'm dealing with is uh, summer schedule nightmares. And I have to say, again, love my husband. I am the one that has done all of this. I have I have not – I tried really hard not to schedule them within an inch of their – like I wanted them to have some freedom. The problem is I really think that I've done my kids a disservice by like interacting with them at all because they're like, I'm <laughs> bored. I'm bored. Like entertain me. I'm like – my parents never played with me and I found ways to entertain myself. Like I went out and Well, played. my mom just would have threatened to make me clean. She well, was like, oh, I'll find you something to do. It's exactly – It was a what, threat. Exactly. I'm like, okay, Rory – 
tomorrow I want you to clean out the garage. And he's like, okay. Um, so yeah, Bridget was texting me all day. Can I come to your office? And I'm like, how pray tell will you arrive at my office? Like how, and well, daddy can take me. I said, daddy's working. He cannot take you and I can't come pick you up. So just fucking read a book. God damn it. Um, so next week they have camp and for the next few wise weeks, words from mother of the year. <laughs> just read a book. God damn God it. Damn. <laughs> Maybe that's why my mom took us to the library all the time. Cause we would go, I mean, I was in love with the library and we would get, I don't know, 20 books at a time. So <laughs> Cause that's all we did all summer. They get books and then they just stack up and don't read them. Anyway, they're going to camp next week, which is good. Cause they need, they need to be occupied. That's, unfortunately with my kids they need they're good at camp they love going to camp they'll fuss about it for a second but they actually enjoy it and i think i'm going to have to take bridget to the office with me tomorrow which is fine she she this is the one thing i've learned about her adults really enjoy her because she this is the strength of my parenting if there's anything i have done well as a parent is at least my daughter knows how to talk to an adult like she's not you know you'll sometimes meet a kid who doesn't really want to Talk to an adult, which is fine. It's just as I was always raised, like, you need to be able to talk to an adult and hold a conversation if need be. Um, and She, she was can... delightful brunch company a few weeks ago. <laughs> yes. But she does know. I mean, sometimes she'll butt in. But usually I'm like, no, no, no. It's adult time talk. Like, you need to stop. Like, shut your mouth. But um, she's the people at the office for small bits of time can get charmed by her. But, yes, I'm, we're starting in this time where... I always think, oh, summer's going to be so great. We don't have to wake up as early for school, which is nice. But then it's like, fuck, what do we do with them? And they're not babies, so it's not like I need to watch them all the time. Right now, it's just really keeping them off their devices because they turn into psycho assholes uh, if they've been on their iPad all day. So anyway, that's... Question. When Bridget goes to the office with you, does she have to dress inappropriate business attire? No, no, Well, and she's coming on Friday, so... I think you should make her, frankly. Make her oh, wear a should. suit. <laughs> a little baby suit. Yes. This is what it's like to go to work. <laughs> I know she thinks that like going to work is just all fun and games. She's like, I love it. We go out. My my team at work really likes to play blackjack. I don't go to lunch with them that much because I'm, I have to work and I want to be by myself during lunch. Um, but they play and she loves it. She loves playing blackjack with them. She thinks it's so fun. She's like, this is your work is so fun. I'm like, this is literally it for maybe 30 minutes a day, but I don't usually uh, play cause I don't. She comes care. back with a pink slip and a <laughs> Rolex <laughs> for hustling your team. Hi, come on. Um, and then finally, um, this was the one really fun thing. I went to Nashville last weekend to see uh, the aforementioned sister, Kristen. Her daughter, Liz, um, graduated. And Liz is a listener. Uh, Liz graduated from high school, an actual like appropriate graduation. I did not go to the graduation because I'm not a sucker, but I went to her graduation <laughs> party and it was really fun. I had a great time. It was Nashville's beautiful and I don't know, seeing my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law and all of his family who all live there is really fun. And Liz, I'll brag on her. She, um, she got a, a full ride for all four years to Washington and Lee University. Wow. And, uh, I know. Yes. She's a smarty. I know. I, that's amazing. I know. I'm like, congratulations, Kristen and Bob. Well, well done. Right? You right. don't have to pay for that. Um, so, yeah, it was really exciting celebrating her. And Bridget came with me, and she felt like um, – she felt like she was 18 years old, which sometimes I had to pump the brakes on that. She Liz uh, <laughs> took her 
to get her nails done and she got like tips on her nails and I was like okay mm. whatever this is a one time thing and she's like I get to tap my nails I love it acrylic <laughs> I know <Yeah>. I guess <laughs> anyway it's been a fun start to summer it's blessedly not 100 degrees here yet it's I went on a walk right before we started and it was 88 degrees which well, that's is, not fair it is here I know I'm like <laughs> listen I'll hold I give us like two weeks and it's gonna I be 100 know. degrees yeah. so yeah no anyway yeah that's it it's it's summer it's slowing down but whatever we'll see what happens time rolls on it does Indeed. i have a middle schooler god oh disgusting <laughs> so that's what i was gonna ask is this this is elementary school graduation yes basically. so sixth yeah. grade is middle school then? yes okay and I, know, I wasn't technically in middle school till seven i know it, it vacillates Same. i yep. was my, my cousins were also seven eight we at, in dallas we were six seven eight but like i said they've actually now in my old school district they've divided it up you go k through four to um elementary school and then you have like an intermediate school of fifth and sixth and then you have like the junior high which is seven and eight I actually think that makes more sense because a fifth and a sixth grader kind of seem more similar to me because Mm -hmm. I remember being in sixth grade and feeling like such a baby compared to like an eighth grade like eighth grade seems so old to me it's such a time of development fast development it is, and there you'll see it, man. At, at the graduation, it was like these. There's some tiny little kids, and then there are some kids who look like adults. I mean, they right. just That'd look be like me. Little, yeah, oh, yeah, me too. yeah. Where you're just like, oh, they're so tall. I mean, Bridget's not that tall. She's probably five feet tall. She does wear my size shoe, so you know. Oh, she's got more oh. height coming then. I know. Yeah, she does. I know. So we'll <laughs> see. She's got like puppy feet. They're just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. I've been like five ten since I was twelve. Yeah. which was rough. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I tough. mentioned this maybe a week or two ago or whenever. I've, I've, time is meaningless whatever now. Yeah. But, meaningless. Uh, you know, we had this symphony event uh, a couple of weeks ago, Saturday night, and the hotel where we had it was also hosting a suburban high school junior prom yes. that night. Mm. And all of these junior prom kids were coming through. And I, I think I remember saying this on the show now. All of the boys looked 16, 17 which they were, the girls looked 15 or 25. Yes, and there was right. no, yes. no middle ground. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Terrifying. That's so when does she goes. get her rollerblades? She has rollerblades, but she doesn't. Like, this is a good thing about my kids. They are very um, risk, physically risk averse. Like I never had kids that were like climbing on things. They were mm-hmm. not interested in it. They will ride bikes and that is about the extent of it, which I'm so, fine with it. What you're saying is she's not going to be clomp, clomp, clomping up any stairs. No. no. Rollerblades. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, she's still gonna be your little slay queen for a little while yeah just a little bit longer please 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 please. i was 15 so mm, she's got time um okay well they just they grow up so fast now (laughs) (laughs) um what should our question of the week be good question i mean besides advice for passing a kidney stone maybe that's a good one yeah maybe we should do what you're looking forward to this summer yeah 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 it's slash kidney stone. It's, it's, it's the time after passing the kidney stone. <laughs> after you pass your kidney after. stone. Then what? Well, and I, you know, just, I got a really busy few weeks coming up. Like, I know that my whole life has been busy. The last couple of years has been busy. I've been very stressed and busy, as you all know. Especially you all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, next week, 
is our massive American Music Festival. Oh, we do more events in a week than we do the rest of the year combined. And, and then the week have after to that, be in terrible pain for it. Yeah, and then the week after that, I'm going to Pittsburgh for a conference for like four and a half days. And you know, it's something. This is my psychotic birthday awareness. Sam's birthday is coming up. It's Flag Day. <laughs> and in fact, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh for Sam's birthday. Aww. So we're. Uh... Yeah, actually, hey, she doesn't listen to the show, so I can say this. She wants a rose bush. Oh, for for her birthday, like every year, I ask That's her what she wants. Easy. Every year, she doesn't have an answer, and every year, I remind her that she's impossible to shop for. And this year she sat down and she just said, I want to go to this restaurant on this night and I want a rose bush. All right. Well, and I said to her, we don't really have anywhere to plant a rose bush. So do you want like a rose bush in the ground at the house, I guess? But even there, we don't have dirt right now. As I mentioned earlier, it's all gone. Uh, or, you know, like in a pot. And she was like, depends on the rose bush. So, yeah. Right, I mean, are gonna- we are we talking about like english roses like will they grow in that climate i i don't know i don't know anything about roses (laughs) i know that they're what you buy because they're like the diamonds of flowers and they're overpriced because they mean you love someone right anyway sure i mean you can grow them like we got a big rose garden here at one of the downtown lakes but that's got like a team of people who are professionals at caring for them i always thought that like Roses grow so well in England because it's kind of cool and rainy. So I don't I have, n- I know that many people my, that. Yeah, I have one next to my air conditioner um, that I fully ignore, and it is doing great. Oh, it blossoms. Cool. It's growing. Okay. I don't know. It was pretty easy. I think it's English rose. So I got to figure out how to get a rose bush into a two bed, two bath apartment. Good luck. Uh, anyway, that was a tangent. But yeah, uh, what are you looking forward to this summer besides Sam's birthday? <laughs> Flag day. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to do TG Recommends. I'm like 99% sure I've recommended this before, but um, I finally watched the last couple episodes of Somebody Somewhere. And I the reason why I put this on here again, because I was nervous that it, and with our huge listenership, I was hoping to push people to watch it because I was nervous it wasn't going to be renewed for a third season, but it was announced today that it was renewed for a third season. So, yay. Do I know this one? It's on HBO. It's so sweet. Okay, so no. And now you can always have my login. It's so sweet. Oh, I have Meredith. And it's just just like a gentle show. And I did cry at the end, but it was like more happy tears than anything. It stars um, Bridget Everett, who I... Oh, right. It's just a really nonspecific title. I yes, like her. It is I think a she's very, great. Yeah, she's great. And Jeff Hiller, who plays her like kind of best friend in this, is delightful. Mm-hmm. And there's like things that happen. And what I like is like the families will have like strife, but it's like normal family strife where you're just kind of like having a bitchy argument with somebody. But then you're like, but I love them at the end of the day. So it's not like, oh, you you murdered my husband and whatever. It's not. Listen, I love Succession. It's not that dramatic. It's just as like normal family kind of being pissy with each other but then we also love each other and have a good time anyway i really really enjoyed it i just i thought it was really sweet and the episodes are like 25 minutes they just kind of breathe on by um but it was renewed which makes me happy and then my one story about bridget everett is one time i saw her at the alamo draft house she was promoting a movie and i just happened to be seeing another movie and she was i went to go to the bathroom and she was out there and she is when i say she's a big woman i don't even mean it like in that way that it, she's just like a big person. Like she is 
uh, like I guess presence you call her fat. I, mean, I don't even mean. Yes, but she's also like. 16. She's large. Like she, she's a large she's woman. She's a large woman. Yeah. And you kind of can't miss her. She has like bright blonde hair. And I I came out and I was like, oh my God, my daughter's name is Bridget. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, she was really nice. But I'm, 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 then I don't want to be like, I mean, I didn't name her after you. But then I was like, wait, that sounds so jerky that I'm like circling back. So I was just like, okay, you're great. Bye. And then I ran back into the movie theater wherever I was seeing. But um, anyway, the show is lovely. Highly recommend it. Somebody somewhere on HBO Max. I'll add it to my list. I need more stuff to watch. Um, okay, I think that brings us to get involved. Our website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Um, please join our Facebook group so you can answer our question of the week and we will read your response on the air, obviously. Um, I think we can stop talking about Twitter. I'm yes. pretty much done with yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah. we're strike through. I'm going to cross that right out. Bye. Um, bye, Elon. Um, email us at tshishow at gmail.com. You can also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us there. We'd love to hear your voices and we will play it on the air if you want us to. And we won't, if you don't, um, I mean, it's an opt out kind of thing. (laughs) We will play it on the air unless you specifically tell us not to tell us if you don't want us to. And that's also fine. Um, you can fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. Yeah, or, but be or prepared for what I might fax back. Yeah, send you his full ultrasound in return. So really it's called a ultrasound. <laughs> yeah, well, keyword is, of course, Tishi. Um, thank you for joining us. And that was everything about our summer small talk so far. Yeah, circle back when I'm, yep. I don't know. Going to the NTV Beach House. Remember when that was a thing? Let me go on.